Welcome to Creative City, the podcast that lets you listen in on my conversations with Cincinnati's most innovative and creative minds. Hey, welcome to the Creative City podcast, where I chat with Cincinnati's creative leaders and record the conversation so you can listen in. Uh, I am Tamia Stinson from thestylesample.com, and I'm here today with Tasha Stewart, entertainment editor of WCPO, which basically... I'm pretty sure that means that you know about all the things. That's what people keep saying, so I keep trying to live up to that. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the JLB, right? Is to know all the things. That is that is the JLB. Um, I always say my job is to know fun things to do and to help people have fun and to cover the fun things. So I don't know if that's just fancy billing, but I, I do get to know a little bit of this and that. And it's better than covering crime. <laughs> so how does that qualify as an actual job? <laughs> what that sounds like to me is you just like hang out and go out and go to stuff and then I, I mean I guess the writing about it part is a thing yes but I don't I don't actually do a lot of writing um, I have oh. <laughs> that's even more unfair um, go on like traditionally I've, I've had reporters who've done the writing and I help decide what to cover so okay <laughs> so there's a lot of cool things to do we can't cover everything that's true uh, so I, I kind of help direct what we're going to cover and decide what we're going to cover and figure out how we're going to cover it. Um, so I currently have one full-time entertainment reporter, okay. and I work with a lot of freelance writers and photographers, so I often coordinate coverage for them since they're not directly in the office okay. with me every day. Okay, well that's, that's cool. How it works. All right, because right, cause for a minute there I was like, okay, you're really getting away with something right here. <laughs> There are all times where I'm like, oh, this restaurant, like this literally happened two weeks ago. It's like, oh, this brand new restaurant is opening at three o'clock and I kind of have a craving for what they're serving. So I said to my entertainment reporter, look, I have an idea. Mm -hmm. Um, We're literally going to go right when it opens. We're going to eat. We're going to have a few drinks and then we're going to leave in an hour, in and out. We're going to come back, write something up, kind of like a first bite, so that's what we did. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, see, that still counts, because we <laughs> kind of do that at the magazine, too. It's like, well, you know, we've been wanting to check this place out, yes. so... But you use your experience as father for content. Exactly. So. And that's really what it's all about. People yes. want a first-hand account yes. anyway. And I wanted some empanadas, so we to check. <laughs> well, how was it? Delicious. Okay, because I'm getting ready for a trip to Mexico, and I'm really nice. looking forward to so I'm trying to get into the mood for... For all that sort of thing. The shrimp scampi empanada is amazing. Oh, I've heard that actually. It's delicious. Okay, I'm going to try that out. Yes. So how are you finding out about all this stuff? Do people send you press releases? Are you just out and about a lot? Or like what's... A mix of both. Okay. Um, and also social media pretty heavily. Okay. A lot of people will not create press releases for Facebook events. Sorry. Right? So, <laughs> so I subscribe to a lot of things. Um, okay, what's a, what's a good thing for people to subscribe to? Oh just my gosh. As a, sidebar. What have I subscribed to? Because I normally find events that my friends are going to. Like, if you click on your calendar, it'll say events going on this week. So there are some big oh, institutions yeah. uh-huh. I subscribe to because I know, like, Joseph Beth, um, they'll send out releases sometimes, but okay. they sometimes get buried in all the releases I get. Right. So that's, honestly, I found out about L.A. Reid coming tomorrow via Facebook. Um, and what? Then you, Oh, Ellie Ray's coming. I did hear that on the radio. <laughs> she was like, oh. Okay, I totally forgot about that. Joe Beth and Brooklyn. So, uh, you know, I also like to see what events are popular because that means a lot of people are interested. Like, right. I, today I just found out about uh, this event the Mercer is having in OTR. It's the pairing bourbon and Girl Scout cookies. Sure, And it already has like 300 RSVPs. I think the event invite just went up either today or yesterday. And the Mercer is 
drive at all. I don't oh, have a okay. license. I take either Uber everywhere or I walk everywhere. Like, I'm going to walk home from here. Okay. Um, so. I have been Ubering more. I, I Uber I'm trying to keep an eye on it, though, because, it. I mean, the little things do Those sort of add up. up. Yeah. Um, but, like, parking is so high in my apartment building. Mm. And then, thankfully, where I work, parking is free. But at my old job, it was just as high as where I live. Got it. Um, so I would have been spending a lot every month in parking. So it just, it just works out for me. Okay. Well, that's cool. So I'm curious about um, your background a little bit, because I know that when we initially met, yes. you were at <laughs> you were at um, the Inquirer. Yes. And how long how long were you there? Wow. Yeah, I've lived in Cincinnati nine years. So I was probably at the Inquirer about seven or eight years. I came to the Inquirer in October 2007. Okay. And I left in December 2014, so about seven years. Okay. So what were you doing there? Were you oh, doing wow. pretty much the same thing? Were you writing more? When I left, I was doing pretty much the same thing. I managed um, a larger staff, though. Mm. I managed the features department. Uh, so the dining critic, the TV critic, the music critic, um, the entertainment reporter, um, the calendar desk, and also work with freelancers. Okay. But before that, I, I had a variety of jobs at the Inquirer. When I first came to the Inquirer, I was working on managing the homepage. So I was digital content manager, but they knew I had an entertainment background, so they would like pick my brain for entertainment coverage. What does an entertainment background <laughs> entail exactly? Because that sounds like another one of those things where it's just you going and hanging out. A little bit. <laughs> uh, so I moved here from Atlanta, and back in Atlanta, I worked at the newspaper there, and I managed the entertainment website for the newspaper. Okay. So they knew I had experience covering entertainment news and directing uh, coverage of entertainment news. And in fact, the last thing I covered before I left Atlanta, like like literally my last night on the job, was the BET Hip Hop Awards. The night T.I. got busted in the parking oh, lot. Oh, whoa. It was a really long night. But, you know, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> but like when I got to the Inquirer, even though I was managing the homepage and I encompassed all kinds of content, right. the editor then would pick my brain about, hey, what do you think we should do about this with entertainment? What do you think we should do about that? So I would give him ideas, and then finally he just came one day, and he was like, look, I need you to, like, take this on for me, you know, it's a promotion, and if you take this on for me and figure out entertainment, you know, you can go wherever you want in the company. Oh. So, uh, he said, give me I mean, that sounds years. like a pretty sweet deal. I thought so, too. I got a little race. I was like, okay, <laughs> you can give me a little bit of money. I'll right. figure this out. Well, he ended up leaving, like, nine months oh, after that. But... I just ended up staying with entertainment uh-huh. and kept getting promoted to different positions and getting more responsibilities. I used to run um, something called Metro Mix. It's no oh, my God, I remember Metro Mix. I used to run Metro Mix, um, the website, the publication. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's kind of the entertainment background. But I got to work with a bunch of cool people. And I, when I had decided to take the buyout from the Inquirer, I wasn't even sure I was going to stay in Cincinnati. Okay. Because uh, I was wondering about that. Like, yes. what? Because you... Okay, you mentioned Atlanta yes. a second ago. <laughs> I know you are from Baltimore because you're a Ravens fan. I'm a Ravens fan. <laughs> Sorry, don't boo me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what brought you to Cincinnati in the first place then? Uh, actually, I was dating a guy then, and he was recruited to the Inquirer. Mm. And he happened to mention during the interview that, hey, my girlfriend is also in news, and she back then I was working on digital, and digital was still barely Kind of new, yeah. And he, I remember he told the editor this, and he was like, so what do you do? So I said, well, I manage the entertainment vertical for the AJC, and I manage different uh, channels and decide where the content goes on them and work with the reporters to format their content for the web. 
and I realized he didn't end up in what I was talking about. And, <laughs> and I could just see it in his face. And I was like, that's cute. So I just kind of was like, but this is not my show. This is your interview. Right, right. So my boyfriend said, well, I really want us to move somewhere together. And they really wanted him. They didn't actually have a job for me at that time. So I kind of went on the interview anyway. And I was supposed to... Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you guys went on an interview together or yes, separately? Together. I have never heard of such a thing. They really wanted him. <laughs> so they flew us out here. And they said, we don't really have a position for you yet, but let's have you talk to some people to see where your, your talents might fit. Okay. So I ended up... The first person I talked to managed the website and the web team. And we just really hit it off. And she went to the editor and she said, we need to hire this girl. That's we'll figure nice. out the position. Yeah. And I was like, good. Because I was really hesitant about just <laughs> being like the trophy girlfriend. I was like, no, I really need to like, have a real job. To have an actual job. Because I, I need something I to need do. I need something to uh-huh. do. Like, sorry, I can't just be, you know. And I need some money, too. I mean, I mean, and I need some on. money. So I'm like, unless you're going to kick me an allowance, I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about it. So they... We worked together on the job description, and I actually let me come up with my title. And wow. That's kind of how I got here. Oh. <laughs> and I just have not left. <laughs> yeah, really. It gets under your skin. It and really it does. It seeps into your blood, and the people are awesome, and so that's kind of how I ended up staying here. Yeah, it's very pretty here. I just yes. realized that after doing some traveling a couple years ago, yes. and I was like, oh, this, I was in uh, Poland? Yeah. And it was this cute little town mm-hmm. with, like, smaller European-style buildings, obviously, in a town square, and, like, young people walking yes. around, running and pushing strollers and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is so nice. This feels so familiar. familiar. Oh, right. Okay, that's what it is. Apparently, I like this. Yes. Somewhere so, along the way, it just it just gets into your heart yeah. and then let go. Yeah. Is that what's keeping you here? Or? That's a good question. What You know, I think right now I'm kind of at a place where... Things are lining up, like, professionally. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about my job. And when I was, as you mentioned that, you know, I left the Inquirer and I was thinking of leaving, I just was trying to figure out what's next. Yeah. I didn't really have some direction. And then WCPO recruited me. And it's just, it's a whole new experience. Is it really? Yeah, I'd always worked for newspapers prior to that. This is my first TV station. Okay. And WCPO Insider, it's just, it's a brand new pilot product. So it has a startup feel, and oh, we're trying yeah. to create something that hasn't been done before. Um, and I like the people that I work with. I like the culture. I like what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of what's keeping me here for now. It's just that I'm really excited. I, mean, I know this is probably going to sound corny, but like I walk into work, and I'm smiling, and I'm really happy. That's awesome. And it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say that. That's a no. great thing. So I feel pretty blessed. So that's, that's kind of what's keeping me right here right now. Plus my cat's like, look. <laughs> We moved around a couple times, Alpha. Um, I'm gonna just need you to figure that out. They do not like you to move around. They don't really like change. Like, no, you need to get your ish together right now. Basically, what's gonna happen? And since my cat is kind of like my longest relationship, longest relationship outside my hairdresser, I gotta keep her happy. Just saying. So, how different is it working at newspaper versus TV? Then, like, because it seems—I mean, it's still media. Yes. But you've got one that's static print and one that's like live stuff all the time is that the difference um for me the difference is probably like the deadlines like I don't necessarily have deadlines because I'm working mostly for digital um the deadlines are what I set versus being set for me like I you know this story has to be filed has to be edited has to be in the system has to be laid out by a certain time so it can go to press um do you find that it churns faster though just because you have to Mm -hmm. get content out on a consistent I mean constantly 
it seems like digital is being turned out. It does. It doesn't necessarily feel like it's faster. It just feels like that's my entire day is editing, assigning, coordinating, mm. um, a little bit of writing or producing. Uh, whereas the paper, I, I had set internal deadlines mm-hmm. for myself. Okay, this has to be done by this time so this person in the chain can get that work done. Yeah. Um, so it, it probably felt like I was churning in a different way at the newspaper. It doesn't necessarily feel like I'm doing it. It's just like a steady flow of things that I have to do okay. just to meet my own deadlines, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm setting them versus someone having set them for me. It's probably a little different on the TV side because they have newscast to hit. Mm, um, that's true. Thankfully, because I'm like, I, I like to go in like, my <laughs> yoga pants and my no makeup. Like, today I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to put on makeup because nobody's going to see me. So, they have to like, you know, put on makeup and do yeah, their hair. HD has become... It's real. Ooh. It's real. I'm actually kind of worried about it. So, I'm supposed to be on TV tomorrow morning and I was like, okay, what... How much foundation do I need to put on? Okay, one, you are beautiful. You do not need to worry about it. <laughs> no, we need, no, we gonna need some help in the morning. <laughs> I mean, this is later in the day. Things have managed to kind of settle. Settle? Mm-hmm. Um, and the morning is kind of all over the place, so. I mean, everybody I see, it doesn't, it's hard for me to tell because they just look like themselves until I mm. see them without their makeup. And I'm like, oh, okay, you just look like a regular girl. Instead of like, <laughs> fabulously, flowingly gorgeous. Um... I really mm-hmm. think they'll be fine. I mean, people come in every day for different newscasts. No, that's and true. They don't prep, and they look they look just as fabulous as everybody else. Okay, so. all right. Yeah, you will be fine. Okay. You're beautiful. I'm gonna go with that then. Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so with the digital stuff, I'm curious because I've been trying to get a hold of the. I've been trying to get a handle on this since like 2008. Okay. I've been blogging for a while, and it is so hard for me to get into a process flow. So, do you have, like, a specific system that you've kind of come up with? Like, okay, on this day, I'm going to do my assignments, and then the next day, I'm going to edit, and then blah, 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 or is it just kind of as things come along? Hmm. Depending on the week. Okay. Um, if I have a big project I need to finish, because for me, there are certain things, like I have an internal checklist, there are certain things I need to get done, so I want to edit Someone else has to give it a second edit. Um, mm. I need time to allow for feedback with the writer if I if I have edits. I like to be collaborative with my editing. Yeah, I don't yeah. just like the and because a lot I deal with a lot of freelance writers, it's not like I can have instant feedback unless we okay. set up a time to do that. Okay. A lot of them are you know working full time jobs and this is what they do on the side, so we have to work around that. Right. So I like to build in time for that. Um, so what's the usual turnaround then in terms of between mm. the time you assign something and the time it actually goes up on the site? Depends on like how big of a piece it is. Like the the project I'm working around right now has been in the works for three months. Wow. Um, oh, it's like a feature. Sort yeah, of thing? Oh, it's like fun. A, and it's like an enterprise piece. Um, they turned it in about two and a half weeks ago, and between me and the second edit, that took about a week long process. Oh, okay. Um, and then. I had some other things going on this week, so I had to, like, that were time-sensitive, so I had to, like, mm-hmm. kind of press pause on it, and then I got back to it today. But it also depends on the writers, because, as you know, some <laughs> writers are stronger than others. Yeah. Thankfully, this writer, I don't I don't worry at all. Yeah. So I wasn't super pressed. Like, I have to give all this love and time and attention. So that also comes into the, the workflow. Okay. Like, how much time will I need to work with this piece? Got it. Um, for, like, the, the regular quick-turn pieces, like, I have a... I have a piece that I assigned Monday that just came in tonight. 
and it'll post Saturday. I just, oh, have okay. to, I just need time to edit it and produce it. Right. Um, that what, is, that, what does the production part include? Well, that's one part that's different from when my, my last job at the newsroom and here because I don't manage a full-time staff, so I do a lot of the production work myself. Um, putting it into our CMS, okay. coding it up, adding wondering. related yeah. links, adding links to related yep. stories, mm-hmm. adding photos, adding video. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases, if I can, if I can create like infographics, I'm, st- I'm just starting to learn infographics. I'm very excited about wow. that. If I can, doing that. Um, like I, we did a story on a report from the Greater Cincinnati Northern Kentucky Film Commission, and the reporter sent over some numbers and I turned that into an infographic on a Saturday morning. Oh, so I was nice. like, very excited. I was like, yes, I can know how to so do this. So is there a tool for that? Yes, there are multiple tools. Okay. Infogram. Um, I also use Canva. Shout out to Canva. Oh, okay. Week. I use Canva, actually. It, it, and it's intuitive. I really like it. Yeah. I really like it a lot and it looked really pretty and I'm like, I made that. <laughs> really okay. I can't sew a button on, but I can do this. Yeah. Um, so there's all kinds of tools. I love okay. like, when I have time experimenting. That's one of the things in my workflow is trying to figure out is there anything that can make it more engaging for the mm-hmm, user. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also coming up with a plan to promote it because once you publish it, that's just the beginning. Right. It's not like an if you build it, they will come type right. of situation. Right. There's no coming. <laughs> you have to like put it out. Yeah. So coming up with a social media plan. Um, if there's sources that are in it, I ask them to share it uh-huh. on their social networks. If they have like newsletters because get a lot of newsletter traffic guys when shared in that wow. and then on my own like my own personal social mm-hmm. networks and then also asking my reporter because hi I'm your boss I can do that but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm asking if he can share it with people that in, are in his in his as someone once told me node of influence he can share it with his nodes of influence that can spread it across their network yeah, I think the more uh, people you have pushing it out, I mean, every little bit helps, helps when it comes to social, just because it's kind of like a cumulative effect. Yeah. Since you've been doing all this, what kind of uh, personal life situation <laughs> is going on right now? <laughs> oh God. I will warn you, I'm a wee bit of a workaholic, um, so it's not like I'm dating anybody. Like I told y'all, my cat is my bae. Um, <laughs> as good a bae as any. I will tell you that... As journalists, it's really hard to to date someone who doesn't do that. You're always on. What is this, Hollywood? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, why? How? Because, like, you'll be out. Say you're on a date. And, you know, you see something on Twitter that pertains to your beat. Mm-hmm. Like this, okay. So, I was out with someone who shall remain nameless. <laughs> She gonna tell me later. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you later. <laughs> and then I can um, And this was, I don't know if you remember, this wasn't that long ago, but George Clooney and his wife were in town. And they were at a local brewery. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this is big news. This will be a huge thing. So I'm frantically like sending messages back to the office like, oh my God, did you just see this on social media? Like they're in town. This is huge. Da 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 da. And they were like, well, can you write out something quick? I was like, well, no, I'm actually in the bathroom. Um, kind of, <laughs> you snuck to a bathroom I to did. do this. I did. I was like, I'm kind of in the bathroom, <laughs> and um, this is a little awkward because I'm on a date, and I know that like you've, it's been 15 minutes. Are you feeling okay? Oh my god! Or did you abandon me? So I went back to the table, and finally, I was like, because I had to go back a couple other times, and I was like, look, I, I apologize. Look, I'm trying really hard not to be rude, and I'm so sorry. I'm not sick, and I'm not trying to ditch you. There's just this huge breaking story. Thankfully, they understood because they they know. Right, me. right. Um, but. 
say that was like a first date. Yeah. That, they would have been like, oh, that's, that's, this heifer. That would be a little weird. <laughs> that would be a little weird and little super weird. rude. And whereas, you know, when you're with someone who gets it. I was with someone, just a good friend, last night who totally got it. We were walking down the street and we ran into all these fire engines and police cars. You know what? I saw those. On when race. They were, yes. Yes. Because it was very loud. I was yes. trying to walk home. Instead of, you know, saying, oh, that just happened and we need to go about our evening, he got it. We both, like, we ran like down there, them. started oh taking gosh. videos, started taking photos, and it's just, we get it. Uh-huh. And then, you know, we finished yeah. our work and then yeah. we went about our evening. But it's like, you know, I would imagine, like, that's why a lot of doctors date doctors because they understand the crazy okay. schedules and... It, it just you, somebody who gets that you know there are going to be times you just got to go there are going to be holidays you might miss or big evenings or and you know that's, that's kind of how the personal life goes but it's hard to find someone who gets that and a lot of times there will be people that I really like but say they might fall in the entertainment space here and mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because it's conflict of interest yeah, and so yeah. it's just keep the lines clean so I don't I don't date much and honestly, I, I work too much <laughs> to really allow good times for a relationship. But I have a ton of really good friends, so that kind of makes up. That's for just it. as important, honestly. Yes, it is. Honestly. Yes, it is. Because when it comes to that, that's I don't know. For me, I decided a couple years ago that um, I tend to be kind of a, I wouldn't say I'm a homebody, but I need time to myself to recharge. I'm, I'm a classic introvert, you know. Really? Yeah. I would never have I know. That. People say that to me all the time, but no, like, I will... You're I, a secret introvert. <laughs> <laughs> I will go home and get buried under the covers, for real. And that's how I get my energy back up. Um, but I did just, uh, just kind of make the decision a couple years ago that it was most important to me to make connections with people whenever I could. Yes. So, you know, even though it's cold and rainy out, it really would be fantastic to yes. sit on the couch Agreed. and watch Netflix for the 38th time this week then really what's going to be most beneficial to me as a human being is to go out and talk to other human beings and try to foster those connections because I always regret it when I don't when you don't I was like well I'd rather have a crappy time and just come home early than not go out at all and regret having missed something so and it's funny you say that because last year late last year I had decided that and this ties into the personal life thing. I decided that I was I was gonna strive for more of a balance in spending time with people that are important to me. Mm-hmm. Because I have I have I've freely confessed that and it's not something I'm proud of, but it's just what it is and I will own my stuff. I've I have sh- shirked that yeah. um, to yeah. a degree for the past. It's easy to kind of cast it to the side. You just think there's always time. Right. You think you can always get back to it. I mean, there there was a time, and I have a good friend who shamed me for this. I didn't go home for Christmas. I didn't go home, period. I think for six years. What? You mean and home just, to Baltimore? Like home to Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. And I just chalked it up to always working, always running, always racing. And... I went home for Christmas. That was like that the time after the six year period. And the look on my mom's face was wonderful. And I was like, I need to do this more often. And I still didn't do it as much, but I tried to get home once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but then last year, my father passed away, and mm-hmm. this, I hadn't seen him in a really long time. I'm sorry and to hear that. Thank you. But it, it just it made me realize that you know what. You can't always count on people to be there when you're ready. Mm-hmm. So you really need to make time for the people you care about, 
even if you know you think I got all this stuff to do and it's it's, it's so easy to say I'm not going to mm-hmm. so I really am trying to be better and more mindful about just that balance and thankfully my my job allows that now like okay. it's it's there's a very big focus on like that work life balance oh that's cool. um so you know my boss is, my boss has told me a couple times that you know don't burn yourself out and I love that about my boss <laughs> um, so I'm trying that means go home Tasha that, that is exactly <laughs> what it means and he actually he's like you know you can you can go home um so I'm, I'm trying I'm only about well only about six or seven months in, so it's still okay. something I'm working on. As long on. as you, yeah, as long as you're um, working on it, but, I think. But I'm definitely way better. Like, there have been times, you know, I get home, and it's not dark, and my cat's thrilled, although the first couple of times, she was like, did you get fired? Because <laughs> somebody's got to bring food up in What's here, going on? And I'm not getting all the polls. So, <laughs> you know, so, but I'm trying. Well, that's good, because it's important to appreciate those things. Yes. And speaking of appreciating things, um, I've been trying to focus on sort of making more out of those small moments of joy. Um, So, for instance, this past week, I was at the gym, and for whatever reason, Trap Queen was in my spirit. Yes. And I had it (laughs) on repeat on my phone, and I was going, ooh, I went so hard on the treadmill that day. (laughs) So I would like to thank Mr. Wop. Uh, for <laughs> yes, Lord, <laughs> for putting that on my spirit and getting me through a pretty pretty grueling workout. I Bless got some his sweating, name. Yes. and I just I was just really happy about it. Yes. I was happy to be doing that thing, something that was good for my body, good for my health, yes. and enjoying myself while doing it. Because sometimes I run and it's terrible, and it's terrible. <laughs> I hate it. But on this day, Fetty got me through it, and I want to thank him. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So for you, can you tell me about um, any moment, small or big, that has brought you some joy in the past week or so? This is going to sound silly, but there was a moment I woke up, and I will freely confess, I am not a morning person. Me either. Um, I've managed to make it work for the most part, but it's not natural for me. Like, I'm a vampire. I'm a night person for sure. Like, mid-afternoon, come catch me. I'm your girl. Um, but I woke up and it was like 4.30 and my cat, my cat walked up to me and she literally like kissed my forehead. Aww, and that's, that is oh so God, sweet. So like the little, the little, yeah, the forehead kiss. The little forehead thing. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be crazy cat lady. But it just, <laughs> it was so sweet and so tender and she kind of looked at me. She put her paw on my face like, mommy, are you okay? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> of course, the minute I went to cuddle, she was like, oh no, we're not here for all that. But in that moment, it's like, it made, I felt cared for it. I know that sounds really odd, but. No, that's totally. I did. She just wasn't used to me, like, being up at 4.30, so I think she was like. She came in to check on you, like. She probably was um, checking my head for fever, but. Well, what you, what are you like, doing? And then while you're up, perhaps you could, like, kick a little food in the bowl. <laughs> they like, always want food. They always want food. And I was like, but you have food. But just, No, like, that doesn't matter. Fresh, like, yeah, that's, more. yeah, we need new food. Um, so, but no, that. That's I don't know if that was too sense. tiny, but that made me. No, I, I totally miss all the little kitty headbutts. I totally miss all that stuff. And the little purrs and stuff. I get it. Yes, that just makes it easier it. to haul back asleep. So. It's like, oh, you do appreciate me. Yes. Even if it's just for this two-second span exactly. of time. I'll take that two seconds. I'll take it. That's I mean, you really don't have a choice. It's a cat. It's they a don't, cat. You know. They're going to do what they're going to do. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that made me happy. Cool. All right. So I know you... Uh, 
are not a crazy cat lady. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I really am not, whoever's listening. <laughs> do you post pictures of your cat on the internet? Yes, clothes. <laughs> she has a Ravens jersey, and it is Does everything. She let you put the Ravens jersey on her? Well, let is a strong verb. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> we have come to an understanding <laughs> that I can put it on her uh-huh. and get my pictures. And then she can do what she wants. Okay, okay. So, that's, you know, I think that's fair. It works out that's for fair. us. So, so where can people find it. these pictures? Can they find you on Twitter, Instagram? They where can. You, um, you can find me on Twitter at tstewart2. Same on Instagram. Um, I have a lot of cat photos and cocktail photos. You would think that's all, but that, that that's how my life is. I'm just saying. <laughs> a lot of beach photos because I love the beach. Um, feel free to tweet me. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram. You can reach me at WCPO at Tasha.Stewart at WCPO.com. I'm happy to answer any questions about me or what I do. Just don't get weird. <laughs> yes, try not to get weird, Please. Internet. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming and being on the podcast. Oh I appreciate gosh. it. Thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm Tamia, so you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Style Sample. And you can find me online at TheStyleSample.com. Feel free to sign up for the podcast at creativecitypodcast.com, and we will see you next time. Bye.